0: You're listening to the Ice Day Elite Podcast, hosted by Paul and Coach West. This show brings you real conversations and interviews from the SoCal semi-pro world. Remember to like, comment, and hit subscribe.
1: Y'all already know what this is, man. This is the Ice Day Elite Podcast. It's your host, Coach West. As always, you know we got Paul Wall in the building. What it do, baby? Uh, the guy that we about to bring on the show. I think that his his respect level or the way people respect him, he really don't even need no introduction. The OG. The biggest OG. Grown man first. Y'all welcome Ronald Clark into the building, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. West, West, What's west, west up? What's west up with y'all, man?
1: Oh, man. A- another day to get it right, man.
2: Yes, sir. sir. That's, that's what you got to do, man. Got to do that.
1: That alone <laughs> is a blessing. Normally, yes. normally I'll start this thing off and be like, let's do a this or that. Or uh, you know, the normal icebreaker stuff. But like I said in the introduction, it, it, it ain't much that we we you know, we know who your favorite team is. We know you you, you pound us to the death. We we know oh, this yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. So 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 we just we just gonna really just jump off into this interview. And uh, I'm going to just go ahead, wide open head first. And I'm going to ask this. This is my first question. Okay. In your opinion, what changed on your team to bring them from what most people would say a middle-of-the-road team, a team you can't sleep on because they will beat you, to now a dominant team for the last couple of years?
2: Practice started – people started attending practice. So, you know, when you start – you start practicing, man, now you can, you know, put your plays in, you know what I mean, Uh, do your special teams, you know, really see who's uh, committed to be in in the team. So if you got – if you got 35 at practice every practice, you know, the the rest of them dudes, man, that don't show up to practice, bro, they're going to be exposed at all times. So you can't cry about, you can't cry about PT or nothing because all the rest of these dudes are, are making the effort to get to practice. And uh, yeah, that, that, that turned it around, man. You know what I mean? I I knew I got some older vets on my team that been semi-pro for a long time. So they, they know the days that we practice, you know, we had to get back to practicing, bro. We had to get back to hitting each other and all that, man. And you know what I mean? We, you know the fundamentals of football. You know these youngsters and took the game and stretched it out. You know, and, right. you know. So we had we had to get back to where, you know, players are accountable, and the number one thing is, is practice, bro. I, that's that's what changed it.
0: So is practice mandatory for the Lions? Like, there must be a valid excuse, like work or a family emergency. If you don't show the practice, it's a no play type deal with you guys.
2: That's if you that's if you if you live if you live in the immediate area, you know, I have some players that live, you know, Palmdale area and all that. They're they're excused. They're excused from practice. I, I don't I don't see, you know, what I mean a person only thing I have them is make sure that they, they stay in shape and work you know, just as hard as we work at practice, you know what I mean? They have to take a day and work also, but the people in the immediate area, bro, they have to be the practice, bro. You know what I mean? I understand work and all that family, all that, yeah, you know. What I mean, if it's an excuse, bro, then yeah. But other than that, then you know, sitting at home on Madden and smoking and all that, that's, it's not gonna happen because these dudes, these dudes are are so into the internet, bro, that they can't stay off of it. So if they tell you one thing, you can just go right on Facebook and look and see, and, and they're gonna tell you what they was doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And see, and, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't play that. I'll cut you. I'll cut you for lying to me, you know, and yeah, that's, that's just it, man. We, we just making people accountable, man. You know what I mean? that That's all it is. You know, I mean, you I, just have, you have to make them accountable.
1: I, I think at this, at this point in where we are now in semi-pro and the guy who's been doing it as long as you've been doing it, you done heard every excuse there is.
2: Yeah, to why man, you yeah. ain't,
1: and, and you can kind of decipher through the
2: bullshit. Yeah. yeah well, There's one thing that I just had, I just had got through saying to my fellas, man, and I was like, you know, we always love, 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 love this, love that. I said, well, people take advantage of that. You know what uh-huh. I mean? They take advantage. They take advantage of, you know, someone being, you know, kind-hearted, you know what I mean? Because you know, they have a testimony in their life of the good things that they do, people take advantage of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But with, with football, you know what I mean? It's exposed, bro. It's exposed because if I got, if I got 38 other dudes paying their team fees, turning in their helmets, making the practice, making all the games, and you not, it's going to be noticed and not by me, by the team. You know, so that that that's just how that go, man. You know, uh, you know, put you push these dudes to be leaders, man. You know what I mean? Push them to be make them accountable. You know, make make them accountable, bro. Yeah,
1: I, I think uh, when we had Herb on here, he he kind of touched on like the same thing to where, you know, pra- practice was mandatory, and if you if you didn't show, or you was late, rather, you sat out. And if you didn't show yeah. without a valid excuse, then don't even worry about even
2: coming. Yeah, man. You know, as as an owner, as a coach, as a teammate, you know, you you really got to look out for those players that's committed. You know, you got to look out for those players that drive an hour, 45 minutes with their family to get to practice, you know what I mean, versus the players that live in that area that's just staying home to smoke a blunt. You know what I mean? You gotta prote- you gotta protect those dudes, man. And it's a whole lot of them out here that, that do that. So, how you get rewarded in my camp is we push for everybody, man, to be at practice, bro. You know what I mean? That way, everybody is getting their work. This man didn't drive an hour for nothing. You know he yeah. drove. He got his work, and he and he goes home, bro. Yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's it, man.
0: Definitely yeah. done yeah, seen I- that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree with that because there's a lot of people – like, we. as you know, I'm a Blackhawk. We have people that, that, com, that come from Vegas, man. So in the last couple of practices, we've had people, like, travel from where they're at, man. And, and that's the one thing that they put back out there is, look, I live in another state. I live two hours away. If I'm able to make this commute to show you guys I'm committed, I, I expect the same commitment from you as a teammate. Yeah, and, exactly. And, yeah, so at this level – there's guys out there that, that are that dedicated, but that's the message that they put across. Like, look, if I'm dedicated to you, you got to be dedicated to me. And that's exactly. the only way we're going to be successful.
1: So, exactly. so speaking on commitment, I think this is a great follow-up question to that. Uh, besides having football year round, cause y'all have been nonstop. It's no secret. Everybody knows it. But besides, non-stop. besides having year round football, what, what else is the Lions doing to have one of the highest retention rates of players? Like, you really don't see y'all players branch off and go to another team. But at the same time, we can say, oh, yeah, it's because they don't stop. But at the same time, you know, you you, you pull a, a Barlow to the side and you're like, "Nah, bro, it's love over here. Or this, how the, this is how OG, uh, Ronald, and Lucy is. And this is why we stay. So, you know, just if you can give an inside view
2: of that. Oh man, well, well, that, that right there, bro. That, that's just, that's just pure love, man. That we show, man. We, we actually some people, man, that answer the phone. You know what I mean? Like, like these guys, man. They, they're young, man. You know what I mean? As older people, as older dude, as G's, like people call me, bro. I'm supposed to be there for these young dudes. You know what I mean? Come they on. don't have. They, they don't have nobody to call, bro, if they get in trouble or they car break down. They look in their phone, bro. Ain't nobody coming for them. But they know if they call my phone, bro, I'm there. You know what I mean? I keep my word with them. You know what I mean? I, I keep telling people, like, you got to understand what these young men are going through in these days, bro, to, to really feel where they at. You know what I mean? You got to get out here. You got to get out here with them and rub elbows with them to see. You know what I mean? Yep. It's a lot of them, bro. It's different. You know what I mean? They got mental health. They got depression. They got all that. So if you don't get down here with them, bro, you know what I mean? They just going to shut down and not say nothing to you. I mean, these dudes, a lot of these dudes is diamonds. They diamonds in the rough, bro. They just need to be picked up and put somewhere positive and, and it shows. So, yeah, yep. man, it, it yeah, it's just all up being there, man, you know, when they need you to be there. And it's not financially. It's just picking them up and showing them, bro, the guidance that they did not have. You know what Vax. I mean? uh, uh I talk to people all the time, and, and this this generation is the generation from the '80s when all these dudes' dads went to prison, mom was on down. Job. Yeah, these they didn't have nobody at the time. They was babies because I know a lot of these dudes. I know a lot of these youngsters personally, so I know a lot of them. I know their fathers, so I seen them when they was babies. Now they're older with no guidance. You know what I mean? I mean, come on, man. You know what I mean? Somebody has to show them some guidance. So you put a little guidance behind them. You know what I mean. Uh, uh, uh also with a, a a swift kick in the butt. You know what I mean. And, and they they good to go, bro. You know what I <laughs> mean. The biggest the biggest thing the biggest thing is is you got to know how to deal with it. You can't you can't front these youngsters off and yell at them and call them this and call them names, bro. You know what I mean. You you can't you can't just throw your hands up to them. You know what I mean and throw them away. You gotta really pull them to the side. You know what I mean? That's how I talk to these Johnsons, bro. When we, and we, I get into it with them, they'll tell you we get into it, bro. And I pull them to the side, bro, and and, and go way over there by ourselves, bro, and and be like, you know what I mean, bro? If you got a problem with me, let's handle it right now. You know what I mean? Because one of us got to leave California. You know what I mean? And that you like what? What you say? I'm like yeah, like we we gonna handle it, but one of us got to leave California, bro. You know what I <laughs> mean? And it ain't go and it ain't gonna be me. You know what I mean. So, you know what I mean. I mean, you just gotta seriously like break it down to them, bro. And you know what I mean. And they know I I condone violence, bro. I condone. I I don't want no, I don't want nothing to do with it. But like I said, I told you guys before, those boxing gloves, those boxing gloves fits every. It fixes everything, bro. Yes. That's a. That's another. That's another part of hard love. You know, that's that's a that's another whole part of it. You know. That's another another whole part of love, man, that that we show, bro. You know what I mean? You show guidance. You know what I mean? You show them hard love, bro. And, and don't let them get away with nothing, man. Don't, don't, don't let them get away with nothing, man. You know what I mean? Make them make them be accountable for everything that they do, man. Because let me say this. I I, I say this all the time. Like, how how are you gonna be out here on Saturdays turning backflips, getting all these touchdowns and all these accolades? But your personal life—you don't even take care of your kids. You ain't got no job. You on gr. You around here clowning on the internet. You spending three, four hundred dollars on Jordans. You ain't doing nothing. But inside of this football stuff, you the best? No, you not, bro. You know what I mean? Your personal life has to be taken care of first. This football stuff is is a privilege. It's a privilege to take to do All this right. stuff. You know what I mean? This is this is just something that for you to do on the side. Your life right. is what you need to take care of. Your children is what you need to take care of. A lot of youngsters that you cannot say that you can't get in, get employed. Man, there's so many jobs out there right now. Like like I was telling Paul earlier, I'm retired. If I wanted to go back to work, I can find a job. That's that's yep. nothing, bro. But I, I did my time at work. I I, I did everything that I, I needed to do to be in the position that I'm in right now, and that's the type of thing that I'm trying to tell these youngsters. You do what you do, bro. You 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 work hard. You know what I mean, and continue to do. What you do for others, bro. And then at the end, you'll be able to sit back, bro, with a clear conscience, a clear heart. and You good to go, man. You know you yeah. you got memories. You know this football. This football is set up for you to make memories, man. You know what I mean? You go out there and make memories, man. You'll have them memories forever, bro.
0: Like, I've known you for a very long time, man, since since you started your team. But even before you started your team, um, you, you watched me mature into, into the man I am today, man. I can contest to this, but I've talked to a couple people on your team, man. Alex Gonzalez being one of them. A- and you pour back into your players the knowledge and the stuff about life that you've gained. Man, and let me tell you, the impact it has on these young men's lives is something remarkable, Clark. Like, you are doing something truly special, man, and and not too many people have that chance. The one thing a lot of people don't know is is that we call you OG because we know your backstory. Yeah. Is your past what drives you to, to improve these young men's lives as much as possible?
2: yeah man, uh you know a lot of people tell you,' ah oh, man, don't look at your past and this and that. well, mine is what pushed me, you know what i mean to to do uh, what I do now, man, because you know I did a lot of wrong stuff when I was young, man, you know what I mean and and for you to be able to 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 pay back all that man that you did, bro, and be able to talk to youngsters. And and tell them, man, you ain't gotta do that, bro. I done it already. You know what I mean? You you ain't gotta walk the penitentiary. I done that already. You know what I mean? You ain't gotta get shot. I done that already, bro. You don't have to do none of that. You know what I mean? All you gotta do is live. And then have these youngsters, bro, that really pay attention to that, you know what I mean, and and, and live, man, and and start doing better in life, man, and, and that's what it's all about, bro. i I told, I walked them I walked them penitentiaries already bro I thought you know what I mean bro I'm man I'm telling you man I was I was uh yeah man I I, I, I it was real bad bro I was you <laughs> know my dad my, my dad I'm telling you man my dad used to say all the time bro that uh, you know what I mean I wouldn't I would make it to 18 years old you know my dad used to tell me that all the time man like you you like boy you not going to make it to 18 even though i was an athlete i mean I, I was an athlete athlete you know what i mean i'm like you know my friends were my friends were like jamel holloway sullivan smith gaston green you know what i mean all these dudes darren hagan from from lock like Jeez. i grew up with dudes like that my cousin daryl reed that went to oregon went to tampa bay i grew up with him bro it's just you know what i mean it's just when these dudes was going right you know what I mean? I made a left, man, because, you know what I mean, my situation when I was growing up, I didn't have nothing. You know what I mean? I mean, my dad, he did his best, man. He he really did. You know what I mean? But growing up in the inner city is kind of different, man. You know what I mean? When you don't you don't see thousands and thousands of dollars. And then when you young and somebody come and show you something and say, look, man, you know what I mean? It's $5,000 right here. I can help you get that like another hour if you just roll with me and just look out for me you know what i mean like come on man i'm young man i'm like yep. you know what i mean so yeah man it, i mean it's it's it started like that bro and you know it just got worse and worse man and i ended up make a long story short man i ended up doing 13 and a half years of my life in the penitentiary system and uh all they did I mean, it preserved me. The penitentiary does preserve you, but I once I learned what it was really about, I found out, my grandmother had told me, it's called chastisement. She told me, you're being chastised right now, you know what I mean? So for all the things that you've done, you're being chastised right now. And she used yep. to tell me that because my grandmother was a minister, okay. you know what I mean? And she used to tell me, just, you know, stick through it, you know what I mean, and do what you got to do, and then... My grandmother passed away when I was in Corcoran. My grandmother passed away, bro, and then i I was like, man, I'm done i'm I'm done, bro. I'm like, I'm done with it all, you know what I mean i i, I gotta I gotta go home, bro, and you know what I mean, change my life because you know, once you know my my grandma was gone, my mom, I couldn't talk to her no more. you know what I mean, I, I couldn't get out to go see her. I couldn't go to the funeral, none of that. you know what I mean, that really it changed me, bro, you know what I mean, changed me so. I had to turn it around, bro. I mean, it was, it was, uh, you know, either that or I was gonna end up spending the rest of my life, you know, in the in the penitentiary, man. But uh, I I, I was granted some great lessons in there, man. Uh, I won uh two championships, two championships while I was in there, ninety one and ninety two, and uh, there ain't nothing like uh penitentiary football, man. I there, man. There ain't no rules. It's just, (laughs) just, you know this dude is in your unit, and he know he in that other unit. And when they throw that ball in the air, man, oh, my God. Man, I I mean, I done seen dudes get helicoptered, broken collarbones, knocked out unconscious, still trying to get up and run and fall and turn the front front flips. It's just Oh bro, you know what I mean the yeah. refs could not make yeah, the refs could not make calls. They had the strike shirts on, but yeah, they couldn't make no calls, man. You sounds know, sounds like I mean? semi pro a little bit. <laughs> yeah. They would just put they would just be hey, they would just be marking the ball. Wherever wherever the pile of people land that they would get the ball up and get the get the game moving, man. But, oh shit. But yeah, man. I played in that man and uh dude I was like, man you know if i could ever play football again bro you know what i mean i'm i'm really going to do it so when i got out i got out man i was i, I was all good man i was like i got to get back to playing football and uh i just started my life my 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 young life and my wife man we wasn't married at the time but you know me and Lucy was chopping it up all the time bro we was, we were we was a uh we was one man but we wasn't married man so we started at a real young age and uh that was a big part of of pushing man you know what i mean this is what i tell these youngsters I, I had to put everything behind me and now be a man and uh you know start doing good in life man you know what i mean that's you know right. my you know my wife once had told me that that if if I continue to go back to the penitentiary, that she was done, you know she like
1: she gave that I, I was amazing. Like, I, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah shout out the, Mama she, Lucy. That's right. <laughs>
2: right. But, hey, Let it hey, be known. She was like, yeah, I'm not coming to do no visiting. You know what I mean. So if you if you done with that, you know I was like, hell yeah, you know I'm done, bro. You know what I mean. Yeah, man. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. hey, bro, tw- 24 years later, you know Still what I mean? Still, bro. Yeah, man. So. You know, yeah, it just—it was, it was a lot, man. You know what I mean? I—I uh, I, I came through a lot. I think the—the the, this is the biggest thing that really changed my life. And and people are always like, man, you do so much, you do so much. This is the reason why. This is the reason why I will give the shirt off my back, the shoes off my feet. I don't care, man. I jump out my car. I see people stranded on the side of the road, bro. I jump out my car and help them immediately. Whoever I can help. That's what I do because of this specific reason. Because in 2000, 2003, bro, I was I was diagnosed with uh, uh, a blood disease called toxic shock syndrome. It's a very rare disease. It's a, it's a blood infection.
0: Hey, you cut you cut out. Can you say the uh, name of the blood disease one more time, please?
2: Toxic shock syndrome. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a blood infection. You know what I mean? If it infects your blood. So, uh, so, uh, this infection, uh, shut down all my vital organs, gave me a heart attack. Uh, I was on a ventilator. Uh, I was in a coma for two months. And, Jeez. uh, so, so this story was told to me by my wife, you know, my older sister, my family, all the people that, that seen it. And, uh, you know, um, The only thing I remember from this is uh, my two brother-in-laws blessing me with oil, and that's like the only ordeal I remember. Everything else, uh, my family and my wife had told me about it. So uh, my sister told me that I died once. It was a cold blue in there, and they brought me back from that. And then uh, my wife had told me that, uh, that the chaplain had came to her and told her that they'd done all the the doctors already told her that they'd done all that they could do. And you know what I mean? And um, so, I mean, I, the story goes on and on, man. But uh, December the 23rd, uh, my wife said she got a call from the nurse. She was at home looking after our kids and uh, got a call from the nurse that I had woke up. Yeah, just just woke up, bro, and uh Amen. you know, from that point, man, you know, it was just uh you know, it was I know that that it was God that saved me because of everything that these doctors was telling me and they was like, if you wasn't a big guy, you you know you never would've you never would have made that. So when I went in I was like two ninety. When I got out the hospital I was two twelve. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I was, yeah, I was, I was 212 pounds, I had to learn how to walk again, uh, so they have this little belt, I remember uh, the doctor showing my wife how to put this belt around me and, and lift me up and move me, and uh, so she she had to do that, man, and you know what I mean, just, you know, here go this big old strong dude, man, to, you know, to broke down to what I was then, and uh, so, man, I was in a wheelchair. And I was just determined, man, to walk my daughter to school because her elementary was right across the street. And I always had done that. So, you know, I would just, I would have her push me to the corner and then I would push the rest of the way, man. So that kind of gave me a little bit more strength. And then uh, I had a physical therapist that was coming and working my legs every day because I I didn't have no equilibrium. My, My equilibrium was gone. So I, I, you know, I couldn't stand. If I stand, I would fall over. So as time went on, man, I, I kept pressing, bro. You know, to make a long story short, like a year later, a year later, I was back on the football field. Uh, like uh, two thousand so, so, two thousand
1: five. So football was your inspiration, outside of your daughter and your family. Yeah, yeah. So
2: two thousand
0: five. You got back into the game. You you got kind of choppy right there for a second. So
2: okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so 2005. Uh, um, uh, I uh got back into the game, and uh, b- uh before then, I already had I already had got, got hired at Gulfstream. I got hired at Gulfstream in 2004. So I went out. I went out for the Long Beach Lions, man, and I was with them for a little while. But my my schedule, my schedule was, uh, I was working second shift. So that was at the same time that they practiced. So they practiced at VET Stadium, which is right across the street from Gulfstream where I worked at. And, uh, so I would go, man. And, you know, I really couldn't attend practice. So I missed that season. You know, I, I missed that season and that was the season they ended up beating the Blackhawks and winning the championship in 2005. So, uh, so the following season uh 2006 i got uh they moved me to first they moved me to first shift so uh i started playing in man I, I started uh i started playing for the long beach lions man and and uh yeah man that's where you know all that you know where i picked up everything but i didn't even tell y'all man about 2001 bro 2001 is that's where i started up north you know, I, I think I think it was called. It was. I, I know the team. The team was uh, Alameda Knights. I'm trying to Come think up. of the league. I don't know if it. I, I don't know if it was the PCFL, but it was a uh, uh, Alameda Knights man up there, man. Uh, um, the owner was was uh, Mitch Lockett, which I'm still in contact with him, man. And I was a tailback up there, bro. And I was like 270. I was a tailback up there, bro. And they gave me a name. They used to call me Night Train. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Brandon, <laughs> hey, he, hey, he's hey, the Brandon he, Jacobs of semi-pro, bro, 270 to, running the rock. Sheesh. Bro,
2: I used to be over there running them dudes down, man. That was, bro, that was because I, I had been a running back ever since I was eight years old, man, all the way up through, uh Carson. I was Carson Junior All-American, man, from, from eight all the way to 14 till I decided to go to high school, man. I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm just I'm just giving y'all a little feeling. But uh the inner city, is a high school over here called Washington High School. And my dad, my dad was like, I can't let you go to Washington because by the time you get out to Century, you're gonna get killed. And then you still gotta walk all the way to Washington. So my dad was like, No way you're going to Washington High School. And I was like, Okay, so my people lived in Harbor City. So my dad got me sent. He got me out to Norbon. So I went to Norbon High School. You know what I mean? Which is totally different from down here, man. It's just you know I love the school, the af, you know the athletic. You know the it was it was great, bro. But you know I I had my mind in different places when I was you know when I was younger, bro. I was an athlete, though. I mean, yeah, you know I was I was raised an athlete. You know what I mean? But. But for everything, bro, that I went through, you know, that goes all back, man, to these young men, bro. And that's the reason why I am the way I am, because I know that there is a God and I know that my faith is strong. So all that I've all that I've been through, you know, I mean, people can't tell me nothing, man. You you can't you can't you can't tell me nothing. You know what I mean? And you got to show these young dudes love, man you gotta no matter what, no matter you know i've I've had dudes, man, I didn't give a second chance, third chance, all that bro, you know what I mean, I mean, I just have to do what I gotta do, man, because the Lord saved me, you know what I mean, so I'm always gonna show love, I don't have nothing bad to say about nobody. I wish this football was a little bit more close net but I, but it is what it is. I'll take it how it is, man. It don't matter. I'm not I don't complain about nothing. And uh man, we just got to live life, bro. We got to we got to live life, man, and and uh it's it's a lot of people out here doing good stuff like you guys, man. Like look at Stan, man. Stan got his hands and so much stuff, bro. You know what I mean? You too, Paul. Like you that's what you got to do, man, you know? I mean to to make a difference because it's going to be somebody else that see you and be like, "Hey, man, I, you know, I can do that.
0: Yeah, you've been battle tested, man, and, and it shows, bro. So now I want I, I want to get into some of this political stuff that that you know is all over the boards, bro. We know that the West Coast Lions left the LDFL because of the the, the brawl with the Coyotes. How do you see semi pro being able to? Get, if possible, all of you top tier teams in the same league, or at least play each other, so that nobody can give that you guys didn't play no comp.
2: I mean that's that's always man. We, you know, you want to play the best. You know what I mean. I I I want my team to to play the Blackhawks. You know what I mean. I mean that's who they want to play. You know what I mean. They know. They know, you know what I mean, anybody that sit up here and say uh, the Blackhawks, Blackhawks aren't the best, you're kidding yourself. You know what I mean? They got so many awards, so many trophies, so many accolades, bro, that, you know what I mean, you just a plum hater if you have something to say about it. You know what I mean? You know, every team, bro, you, you just have to build your own lane with your team. You know what I mean? Man. But yeah, man. I'm man, I'm pushing these dudes that that's what they have to do, bro. I've I've always done that. As long as I've been playing this minor league, come on, man. I want to play against the best. And that's the same thing I tell my guys. They want to play against the best. That's how you make your name. You play against the best. If you don't play against the best, then what are you doing? You know what All are right. you doing out here? You wasting your time. You know what I mean? You have to play against the best. And then uh to touch to touch on the, the 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 LDFL, bro, when we left the LDFL, yeah, bro. You know what I mean? Because we we had to leave there, bro. You know what I mean? I couldn't I couldn't take my team, I couldn't take these youngsters back into the LDFL and play the coyotes again. How you think that game would have turned out? You know what I mean? But you know what I mean? I'm always thinking ahead of time, bro. So, you know what I mean? The best thing was for us to move on. You know what I mean? And uh that's that's what it is, bro. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, ever put these dudes in a bad situation, man. You know that's that's why I'm in the situation that I'm in. You know what I mean? I, I can see it. Me and my wife, we talk to these young guys, we we, we all make the decisions, bro, but you know what I mean? Anything other than that, bro, then we gotta we gotta move on, man, and continue to play. You know what I mean? Uh that's it. But yeah, man, you you gotta play the top, bro. Come on, man. Come on, man. I man, I come from that. You you have to. You have to play the top. When it's set up right when it when it's when it's set up right, man, it's so beautiful, bro. I've always been a part of those quads and those triple headers and man. I've been a part of so many of those things, bro. Like, come on, man. Those, those things is the way to go, man. You know what I mean? All day football, everybody out there having fun, man. That's what it's all about, man. You know? I love it. I don't know. I don't know if it'll never get back to that, bro. You know what I mean? It's still kind of like, I don't know, bro. I, I kind of, I stay off the boards, man. I kinda tell my guys to stay off there. Uh, only time I comment on something if it's positive, then I comment on it. But if it's negative, because I don't do negative. So, you know what I mean? If it's positive, I'm all for it, bro. You know what I mean? And I, and I kind of tell my God, bro, it's, it's no use to go tit for tat for somebody, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and these young dudes, they've made their name already, bro. You know what I mean? They 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 made their name. You know what I mean? Just like, like they set a goal. They set a goal to get what they needed to get. They got there. They played the games. Nobody can take that from them. You know what I mean? And that's how, that's how minor league, semi-pro, developmental football, whatever you call it, is set up, bro. You know what I mean? It's set up for you to play. And at the end of the day, everybody is after that trophy. So get out there and run that and get that trophy.
1: Never run that's from the same.
2: <laughs> that's it, bro. So, yeah, man.
1: So, you know, we, 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 we've seen the, the, the PCFC pretty much lock their door. We know about the quote-unquote new league up there in the Antelope Valley with teams that we know nothing about. But my, my question is, what is the WCFL's, you know, it's starting to shape up. What is it looking like team-wise? And on the back end of that, is it a bid for like a, a fall nat natty? Because I remember seeing something uh-huh. like the Far West National Champ or something like that, but I, I didn't know if that was spring or fall.
2: Yeah, I think that was uh that was spring. Yeah, that was spring with the with the far west thing. Nah man, it's uh we been reached out to you know, by a lot of teams, bro, but not not here in, in southern in Southern Cal, man. Uh us, the Giants. I mean the Lions, the Giants, Pasadena team, uh the Phoenix is, is still up, bro, and it's one more team to contact me, but 'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that person's name bro I'll I'll, I'll let that go until he gets to take care of his business but yeah man we we're just looking to play man you know I've, I've talked to Moses I've talked to tuck and uh you should just line it up bro you know what I mean just line it up and play football man like like I said earlier I don't have nothing against nobody bro I don't I don't have an ego no pride none of that right. all I want to do is play football. I will right. bring my team. I will bring my team to your facility. They will be respectful. They will handle their business. They will clean up behind their self and they will say thank you at the end of the game. You know what I mean? I'm that's not right. dealing with none of that. You know what I mean? That's, that's the only way we're going to be able to continue to play football. If we respect people's home, when we go there now, everything, Facts. Every everything, we can't control everything. You know what I mean? We, 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 we can't control everything that goes on, you know what I mean? But we do see stuff and then, and we handle it. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not going, I'm not going to never allow somebody just to, you know what I mean? Be disrespectful, man. You know, I've been here too long, man. You know what I mean? It's it's all about respect, bro.
0: So my question is, is cause I'm towards the end of my career, man. And I, I talked to Wes a little bit about it the other day, man. (laughs) Um, I, I, I'm thinking about dabbling in, in into ownership, man. And, and there's a certain – there's a couple pieces to the puzzle that got to fall in place before I do it, right? But for somebody like me that's young or a new owner, what would I need to bring to make it into, like, your league? What what are some of the things, my credentials, that I need to have to, to get into your league?
2: Oh, man. Uh, I mean – it's, it's paperwork and stuff that you have to that you have to do which everybody know like getting the um insurance uh i always tell people to, to uh, make sure you got relationships with people you know what i mean you you got to be a person that learn how to build relationships you know what i mean you got to be able to be a people person you know what i mean if you're not a people person or, or you're not a person that grind and and want to do footwork then that's not going to be for you because okay. you, you got you got to do footwork bro it's not it's not gonna sit at the house and come knock on the front porch and be in a box you know what i mean you actually have to go out there because now now you're putting your name out there
1: come on yes, you know what <laughs> i
2: mean now now you now you putting your name out there when you put your name out there you know what i mean you got legal stuff that happens and all that you know what i mean so you got to put Yo, ducks in a row so I advise people you know what I mean the right way man you know what I mean make sure you got you know legal service, all this stuff bro you need all these things that you need you have to have a, a ducks in a row you know what I mean For sure. before you before you even before you even get to the team stuff okay you know what I mean before you even get there you got you know you got to make sure this is what this is what you really want to do because it ain't no it's 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 not it's, it's not no residual money finna be coming from this. You actually now you you gonna be volunteering your bread to make sure that these young men have somewhere to play, make sure right. they have water and all that. You know what yep. I mean? So, and then not only that, it changes your lifestyle. You know what I mean? Cause now, you know what I mean? Instead of you having that that time on Saturday with the fam, you gone every Saturday. Facts. You know. You know what I mean. You gotta look at that. You know what I mean. And I advise people too. Uh, you know what I mean. Your better half, man, your your spouse, your girl, whoever, she gotta be on your team about this.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean.
2: She gotta. She gotta. You know what I mean. You know, baby girl, gotta be down for you with this. Where well, it's, it's not gonna work. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not gonna work. You know what I mean. I mean, you know, it, 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 every day you come home because this is gonna be part of your life now. You know what I mean? Not only do you have to work, go to work. (laughs) You still got to work on the tea. You know what I mean? You still got to do this. You still got to go to meetings. You still got to do the footwork. And then that money that you're making at at your job, you're going to have to throw a little bit here and there. You know what I mean? To Do this to do that. You know what I mean? So people got to think about it, man. Is is that what you really want to do, man? You know what I mean? I mean, you know, like, You'll know when it's time. You know what I mean. You'll you'll know when it's time because you'll have that residual money sitting there and saying, "Hey, you know what? This one I'm gonna delegate this money to, and I'm gonna start a team." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. You'll you'll yeah you'll know it's time. I
1: I can tell you when it's time to close the door. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, I I had got everything ready, logos, did my New Jersey concepts. My wife said, "Yeah." It's all fine and dandy. I, I love football uh, with you. I know that, that that's your dream and this, that, and the other. But this year we, we ain't footing the bill. I say yes. Yep. I say yes, ma'am. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we yeah. closed the door yeah. because guys weren't handling their responsibility. With, hey man, hey law. man.
2: Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do, brother. No matter no matter <laughs> what fools put on the board, this and that. All they folded and that. Bro, when wifey say hey, that's it. Then that's it. You know, there's no if, ands or buts. I, yeah, I don't. Whatever my wife say, bro, that's that's what goes. That's, that's Facts. What goes, bro. You know, that's why we've been married so long, man. I know, man. I respect my wife to the fullest, man. She. I'm she, learning uh, that now. <laughs> yeah, she's I'm learning uh. It now. Well, me me and her is like the 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 lion and the mouse. You know, what I mean, when the lion had the thorn in his in his foot. And that mouse yep. came and pulled that thorn out, man. That's what my wife is to me, man. I will always be debted to her, bro. You know what I mean? Right. So she's, whatever she say, you know I'm what I me mean? I'm using that shit. Hey, I'm with it. <laughs> yeah, yep. I'm with it. I'm using it. You know? I'm going to get me some yeah.
1: brownie points tonight because I know my wife yeah. ain't going to oh, listen yeah. to the me podcast. Too. I'm using it. <laughs> me uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. But before I let you get up yeah. out of here, I got, uh, yeah, sir. you know, as an owner, as a coach, you know, I'm retired now. I ain't got a, I ain't got a dog in the hunt. But for any of no, the, like, like Paul was asking, you know, who's now a potential owner, you know, because he's looking to get in the game. But what advice would you give any own, existing owners and any new possible newcoming owners uh, that's thinking about making a team? What would you tell them to stay away from? Ooh, I like that and, one. And, well, um, let, let me fix this. Let me fix this. Yeah. The new, the, the existing owners, what advice would you give them to elevate to where you are now? And to the new owners that's coming, what would you tell them to stay away from? So it's a two-part question.
2: Nice. Oh, man. Uh, footwork, bro. Like I was saying earlier, you know, for the existing, existing owners, you know what I mean, for you to be able to elevate your team more, you know, football and community goes together. You know what I mean? That's just, you Max. know what I mean? And, and, and you don't you don't have to do it. I mean, that that's on you. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? That's that's how I've, I've always been in Pop Warner. We were in the community, man. And if you look around, man, you know, it, that's where it's supposed to be. Football and community goes together. So I know that. That's why I push my team. But you don't have to do what the West Coast Lions do. That's just, I just do stuff where people can see it. They ask me how, and then I show them. So I'm helping them. But you don't have to follow what I do. But it's a great idea. And then for the for the the new people that's coming in, bro, don't don't listen, don't listen to somebody telling you something about somebody else, bro. Don't don't do that. Don't 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 listen. And you know, anything negative, just just leave it alone, bro. When people come and gossip and all that, yeah, bro, I kinda don't wanna be around people like that, man. So, you know, what I mean, if you new coming in stuff, bro, you you know what I mean? That should give you a red flag right away if somebody pull up on you and start talking trash about somebody that you don't even know. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I never let a man make make give me information and I make a decision on another person by what somebody else say. Because nine times out of ten, I'm gonna take that person and I will wait till I see him and I'll be like, hey, bro, come here. Remember what you told me about this young man right here. Bro, tell him, tell him to his face. He right here. <laughs> he's yeah. standing right here. Yeah, straight. yeah, oh yeah, man. Come on, man. Don't, don't don't do that, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, don't. You know, research. Do your research, man. On people, man. Do your research, man. You might because you might be throwing away somebody that somebody was just hating on that could have helped
0: you. Big fat right. Man, man. I got it. one yeah. last thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, when is your next food drive? Um, the one thing that I consistently see is the West Coast lines giving back to their community. I want to be able to give you this opportunity right now to give our listeners when is the next food the next food drive or the food giveaway and,
2: yeah, it's, and, uh,
0: and, and tell them how to how to go about it.
2: Yeah, it's uh it'll be it's every Thursday. Uh we start at nine AM on seven hundred. Laurel Avenue in Compton, California. It's it's uh, right off of Wilmington. It's between Alondra and Compton Boulevard. It's the Wilmington Arms Apartments. You can pull up Wilmington Arms Apartment. Google Wilmington Arms Apartment. We're right out in the front. We we sit in front of Tucker Park, and uh, we start at nine o'clock, man, and we go until it's all gone, man. But it's free. It, it's free. I mean, you you put a signature, but that's only for us to turn back into them, so they can see how many people's being served. And then by how many people we begin serve, we get the food and put it back out. You know what I mean? That's 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 it. But yeah, man, no strings attached, man. You just pull up and say how many families you got. You know what I mean? And we load you up, bro. We got we get uh, vegetables. We oh man, it all, bro. We we get it all, man. And that and that's great for people, bro. Right now, because a lot of people are vegans. Go along, So man, I got people pulling up, bro. They love these vegetables. So. I'm I'm just always blessed, man, to sit back and say, man, if we wasn't doing it, man, then who, who will be doing it, bro? So this is just something that goes back to my past, man. It's something that me and my wife at a young age, we well, at a young couple, we always was in church every Sunday and all the time in church. I would always hear service, 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 service. You got to serve. You got to serve. So when we got our opportunity, man, we jumped on it, bro, and we've been serving every since, bro. You know that's what I mean. Right, so that's that's that, that's that's what we do. Like my wife say, man, she's building her feathers, bro. She's that's building right. her feathers for heaven, man. And, and yes, that's sir. it, brother. Yeah. But yeah, man. We man, it's for everybody, man. Pull up. We got you. We got you. We loaded and everything. You ain't gotta even get out the car, man. Just pull up, man, and God bless you, man. And you know what I mean. Come get it.
0: That's what's up, bro. This has been the I Stay Elite Podcast. I'm Paul Wall. You heard from Ronald Clark. We call the man OG. The OG.
1: West, West. Hey, y'all, hey, you already know what it is, man. Again, this was the I Stay Elite Podcast. It's your boy Coach West, and y'all know what I'm going to do to the next time.
0: Peace. You're listening to the I Stay Elite Podcast, hosted by Paul and Coach West. This show brings you real conversations and interviews from the SoCal semi-pro world. Remember to like, comment, and hit subscribe.